What's up, everyone? I'm Gavin. Or Tweak. The Mix. Hold yeah. on. We Y'all got didn't mix. expect that. I definitely got Mix. I got Mix. Just <laughs> good. It's Marcus Pink in the building. Hey. What's up? It's Charles here. <laughs> Everyone's mixing today. What the hell's going on? I miss Gavin Or. Where'd he go? Uh, what's <laughs> going on, everyone? You got Matt, a.k.a. Has. Here to bring you another episode of Tweak Talks, episode 54. Like these guys said, you already know what it is. A couple tournaments we're going to be reviewing today, starting with CEO, which Marcus weirdly didn't watch, which Pink didn't watch. He watched something else, which is actually really cool, and I'm kind of jealous uh, that he has this knowledge that I haven't seen yet. Uh, it's a Japanese tournament, right, where Zachary played? Yep, it was winner. Oh, okay, Zach, cool. Zachary went off. I was like, oh, he's back, bro, he's back. Nice. So we'll be talking about those two, and then also looking at Gommel coming up this weekend. So it should be good. Let's let's get into it, boys, right away. Take it away. Charles and I were at CEO. Um, yeah. Which makes it a little easier because we were actually at the event. Uh, I got top eight with all Sephiroth. Yeah, it's too cool. lit. Yeah. Day one, you were you were on fire, right? You didn't drop a game. I don't think so. A game, yeah. I don't think you dropped. That's what I game. heard. I saw on Twitter. Uh, yeah, day one and two, I didn't lose any games. God damn, you, that boy crazy. And then Sunday, I didn't lose. And then Sunday, I didn't win a set. <laughs> Wait. Uh? <laughs> yeah. Um, you went oh two, dude. Come on, man. Those are the I worst. Literally did. It happens, yeah. But uh, especially when you reach that top eight, it's just like, uh, eh. yeah, you never know what's gonna happen, like, because it's like, uh you know, a day in between. So yeah. you have to be on your on your game for like a whole weekend. But yeah, I mean Momocon was a lot of Sephiroth. Uh CEO's a lot of Sephiroth. I feel like I'm getting there. Like just a couple more things here and there and like, you know, that could have been from fifth place to first place, you know what I mean? So Yeah. I think I think I'm 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 close uh in getting there. But yeah, it was cool to kind of make it all the way there with just one character as well um yeah i was going crazy uh some of my matches that were off stream i was like losing and i would like make like three stock comebacks and like doing a bunch of crazy jab block stuff like i was just playing really well uh i played wadi on stream i played a sephiroth ditto with latte on stream uh i played mvd for top eight um I was concerned. Were you? Yeah, because I remember you uh, you not liking Snake Sephiroth much because of crouching, but... Yeah. It's well, better than crouching Diddy. a lot, too. He was, he, was, he, he was. He knew. He knew for sure. I noticed yeah. that, too. So last time I played MVD was also the first time I played MVD, and it was at... Uh, it was at Let's Make Moves, the first one, I think. And I lost, like, 2-0. <laughs> just like clean 2-0 and I was like alright and and I haven't played MVD since and I played him with Sephiroth uh, and that went really well I won 3-0 and it definitely felt better than Diddy at least because I've had trouble with uh, Snake as Diddy Kong in the past and MVD is also like you know a known uh, Diddy player in Smash in general so Sephiroth was definitely the play, especially since it's the only character I really played at CEO in the first place. Yeah, I was going to ask, I mean, how has your solo Sephiroth journey felt like? I mean, what what kind of uh, growing pains do you feel like you're going through? I know this tournament, you were pretty set on going solo Seph. I believe, like, Diddy came out one game or two, something along those lines. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, how how's the journey been with this character so far, right? Because I feel like, I, I honestly feel like Sephiroth is still just like really hard. There's just uh, certain matchups that feel really difficult in neutral and stuff like that. There, I feel like there's a handful of characters that can just KO Sephiroth at around that 70 to 70, 80. Because to me, that's what it feels like, right? When, uh, when you're playing Seph, if they just shut down wing, it's just tough, right? So, I mean, what have you been doing to kind of getting around that or even just some of uh just some of the things you've been working on in neutral and stuff like that um there's a lot of really good things and there's a lot of really bad things about my journey with sephiroth and also just playing one character in general because like my goal is to like just like win be the best in in all that but i also just like always want to do things my way and like i always want to play like like, I want to play Sephiroth, and even though I could be playing, like, a character that's, like, way higher on the tier list. So, like, every time I have, like, a rough tournament, like, the thoughts are, like, always really tough. Like, uh, what am I doing? I could, like, do another character. Like, is, like, the pride really that important? And, like, but then there's also, like, how I was feeling after Saturday at CEO, where, like, I'm in top eight, no games dropped, and I'm like, yeah, this is doable. You know what I mean? Like, um. I was actually feeling really great after Sunday. That's probably the, after Saturday, that's probably the best thing that came out of it because I actually like, you know, there's a lot of tournaments back in Smash 4 with Cloud where I was like close to getting top eight uh, and stuff like that, uh, like Genesis and CEO and doing it with Sephiroth, like, like all these years later, kind of felt like a big deal for me. It kind of felt like I was redeeming like myself a bit. Um, cause when I was a kid, like playing cloud and smash four, there was like a couple of tournaments where I just didn't quite make it. So that felt really good. I was actually pretty emotional, uh, secretly, uh, just like to have such a solid performance and just get into top eight. Cause tournaments like CEO and Genesis, like some of the legacy ones, like sometimes the, uh, the pressure gets to me and I, and I don't make it as far as I want, but I feel like for most of the tournament, I was like pretty, pretty controlled and playing well. Pretty disappointing you didn't walk out to Who Let the Dogs Out, but, you know, that aside, <laughs> pretty good tournament. Oh, y'all had entrances? Eh, we, had to, we had to, uh, it, was, it had to be a Nintendo song, um, because it's like, it was the first tournament of the Panda oh, Cup. Oh, true. So, and we didn't have, like, the actual ring or anything, so yeah. it, it wasn't the usual, but, um, yeah, I mean, I was just going to do One Wing Angel, but... Obviously, it's not allowed because Square Enix. So I went with Sticker Brush Symphony. So honestly, that's what happened. That's what happened Sunday. They didn't let you play your Sephiroth song. <laughs> there we go. We <laughs> figured it out. You said yeah, you're yeah, not playing the Diddy Kong song. But Easy, John. Easy I've been, John. I've been, it doesn't make any sense. I've been, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this excuse. Thank you. Should, dude, I told you to pick Ken's theme. I don't know why you didn't listen to me. Come on, man. What the heck? Honestly, I don't, I don't. I didn't even know what was allowed, but I figured a Donkey Kong song would be allowed. I was actually yeah. going to do a Pokemon one, but I'm like, we're going to hear that song a million times in the top eight anyway. So let me pick something yeah. that isn't like a song that's on PS2, even if I like Pokemon. I have to turn off my silver real quick, but continue. Okay. See ya. Editors. Please.
There you go. <laughs> you got it. Well, it's funny because I had to feed my cat too. So I was like, uh, Chris, I need some help here. So anyway. Yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Top eight was – it was crazy anyway, man. My man Riddles is so close to bro, winning a major. You know what it's, I mean? It's it's, a, it's inevitable. I know. Remember how yeah. we were talking about Spargo and we're like, bro. It's like, going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's guaranteed to happen. I think with Riddles, it's the same thing. Like I'm just watching. I'm like – He's just slowly like getting closer yeah. and closer and closer. And the consistency is there. Like it is there. He is very consistent now. So it's it's super dope seeing how well he's been playing recently. And he's a grind lord. So he's definitely bound to get there. Like he's at every yeah. pre local. He's at the majors. He's streaming. He's going to his own like he's just he plays yeah. he loves the game. So he's he's gonna he's gonna Sonics play. was really dominant, uh once Bro. he got to losers bracket, and I was talking yep. about that before top eight even was lined up, and honestly, I think the most interesting thing about from my perspective, like watching Sonics go on to win the whole tournament, was every time he was playing, I was just thinking, right now this is simply just the better player on the screen, and it just kept happening every time he played, and and that's what it was really like it was just a simple case of Sonics is literally just stronger uh and ended up winning the whole tournament congrats to sonics that's a big big win congrats to riddles too and like we said riddles is gonna get there yeah um, and bro we talk about sonics all the time on this podcast and how we highly we value his skill you know we've yeah. always said, all of us have always said like we think sonics is the real deal and we all knew Absolutely. inevitably this would happen eventually from losers at ceo obviously i'm like man that's gonna be a grind but once he started putting it together he the run was Keep in mind, too, how many games he dropped. 3-0 Fatality, 3-0 ZD, 3-0 Wadi, 3-0 Tweak, 3-0 DeBuzz, <laughs> 3-0 Toast. Yeah, and once then, he got to losers, like, look at this. And then once he played Riddles, it was 3-2 the whole way. And yeah. the thing I love about how Riddles is playing, too, and it reminds me of what you were saying, too, Gavin, where he's like, he's mostly going Terry, which is funny because everyone's playing complaining about Kazia uh, after the Invitational and Steve, obviously. But it was he went a lot, a lot of Terry uh, at CEO, which is... I love, I really wish, I'm bummed he didn't win. Well, A, because I love Riddles, obviously. Like, I think he's such a great player and a great kid. But, dude, him winning with a fighting game character at CEO, oh, it was so perfect. Oh, true. I was all right there. Oh, Oh, dude. Oh, I was so excited, man. I was so pumped. He'll he'll get there, though, obviously. Gomb was a great opportunity for him, obviously. True. Hometown. Yep. Yeah. And then Toast was, like, the the big wild card this top eight. Yeah. but it's also not the first time Toast has shown up at such a high caliber, right? Yeah, or like Frostbite. Yeah, like Toast is, is like yep. Toast is like the young link to bet on if you're like, you know, which young link player is going to have the run of their lives, right? Like Toast is uh, statistically the one you want to bet on for young link. Just no one's really been able to do it like him, and now he's been able to show he can do it m- multiple times. Um, Toast also beat me in top eight. And we had a couple sets beforehand. I like basically cheesed him at let's make big moves or I Oh wait, yeah, let's make big moves. I keep forgetting that there was a let's make moves really early on in Smash Ultimate. Right, like so month, for literally one like of the first tournaments. Yeah. So the let's make turn? big moves is the one I lost to MVD. And then I think Toast was my match immediately after, ironically enough, because we're talking talking about both these players uh for this tournament. Um and I like cheesed toast with Wario like two one like just wafted when I was about to lose so like, um, oh with that bad character Wario right? Yeah exactly. <laughs> bad matchup too Loki. But 
Um, yeah. Uh, and I also played Toast at DreamHack Atlanta when I was like playing some Joker and I won 3-0. But I remember mm-hmm. I think that was at least kind of close. I that, that one is kind of slipping me. But yeah, I feel like Toast... Um, just based on how our sets went, like it makes sense that he got me this time. Um, the matchup seems rough and neutral, at least. Like, yeah, I, it's just I, I feel like any character that can operate outside of Sephiroth's sword length, being like fair and bare, it it kind of forces Sephiroth to approach a little harder than usual, right? Not more so just like, oh, let me just whiff this back air because now whiffing back air kind of matters because you could take a stray arrow i think another thing that uh young link suffers against in general is KOing his opponent but when you're tall extremely light i think uh that's something that kind of compensates for that specific weakness that young link has so I, but the off stage is so bad for young link like <laughs> sephiroth is you know it, it's such a weird thing to weigh out it's like okay you're weighing out the neutral yeah. um and then you also have you know, Sephiroth going offstage against Young Link should be a wrap, like, almost every time. But I think Toast had some great uh, mix-ups. It's so funny, because Toast, uh, and, and I'm not, like, meaning this in an offensive way or anything, but, like, there was stocks where I'm like, Toast, hello? And then, all of a sudden, like, flip the switch, it's like, oh, Toast, whoa. Like, <laughs> it's like, it was crazy. Like, Toast had, like, crazy combos, and then, like, yeah. he, he almost SD'd every game. So, like, <laughs> in, 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 like, almost every game in this set, Toast is like doing something crazy. Like just the highs were so high for him, and then like random Dude, SD or something like that. Right? That one, bro. That one off stage play, fair, bro, into the nair. Yeah, I was like, Jesus. I was like, what? I was literally thinking, like, all right, like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> that was so disgusting. Like that was. I, so I was good. just like, I couldn't have predicted any of the last one million things that just happened. So, but, like after he SD'd, right? Like he SD'd and then he did that. It's like, what the heck? Uh, yeah. So basically my thoughts, I mean, I've always been all right with the matchup. Uh, it's definitely better than Diddy because Young Link probably just straight up beats Diddy. And I don't know if I can say the same about Young Link Sephiroth. But yeah, neutral is a little clunky. I think if you play it traditionally without confidence, it'll definitely look bad. And I think that was on me more so than the matchup. I think I was just kind of afraid. Um, I think there's a lot of things I could have done. But it was also just like, a lot of crazy things happening that set, and it was hard to get my footing. I managed to get my footing, but it just wasn't enough to close it out. I I, I brought it pretty to the last game. Dude, but. Yeah, you brought it. You brought it back. You were down 0-2. That was really sick to see. Um, yeah. Bringing it back to game five. So yeah, I mean, still just like a, a great like match to watch overall. Yeah, dude. And the one thing I'll say too is he, and this is a part of it is young, like naturally, he's just a little guy. You know what I mean? Like he's hard to hit when he's moving around like that. And he, mm-hmm. dude, he was so good against your back air. Like the last hit situations are like when you're trying to close out a stock, you couldn't find a back air, which you're obviously really, really good at doing. So got to tip the cap to Toast on that one for sure. He did an amazing job being elusive when he needed to. Like he was hard to hit. He was really hard for you to hit him, which is, you know, that's saying a lot. Yeah, I feel like good. once once I got caught off guard in winner's bracket and like throughout the set, I was just picking a lot of op- like lazy lazy-ish options, just like trying to force things and I feel like it went down to loser's bracket too. Um but yeah, I think Toast just like was playing came out the gate swinging, very confident and I think it showed in his tournament run and the top 8 run. Um but yeah, it it, it was it definitely freaked me out. It was a scary way to play your first first set, like just yeah. getting hit by a lot of unexpected stuff. Um, 
But yeah, basically Toast was the wild card this event. Kind of just like the same story with his frostbite run a couple of years ago. So oh yeah, yeah shout out to that. Light. Toast like, and not not in like a negative way and Sonics too. Not that I don't believe. Like obviously he made the run and you know again we all believe in this, but that is. That's an insane run to put together. Uh, yeah, the know, first the place weekend. was definitely like a surprise. I would always, I would definitely throw Sonics in the top eight of that tournament, like any day yeah. of the week. But getting first place after losing quite early to Toast, and then even getting the run back is like, you know, like you said, like definitely some wild cards in this um, in this bracket. And then we also have um, uh, the Buzz getting fourth place, right? You made the buzz. Classic. Yeah. All good. It's all good. Guaranteed copy. You yep. already know. Yeah. Bro, another shoe in. With Sonics, the other thing about his run is all the three O's he got. It's just it's yeah. insane. Like, it's just insane. I don't know. So. I actually want to talk about, I mean, th- this is kind of a topic relating to this, but um, so one of the coaches on Coach's Corner, another podcast I do on Smash University, his name is Tony, and he was actually oh, at the event. Tony. Yeah, Tony's amazing. Oh, I Tony. I, I actually think conversations with, with Tony. It was really cool. He yeah. might, and like this is not against any of us, he might know the most, like just period. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He, know, he yeah. knows yeah. So Especially much. players too, not even just the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. currently anyway, right now, he is the best coach in Ultimate. and He's like, awesome. Yeah, and I mean, I I've known of Tony for quite some time, and um, I've I've talked to him a lot about the game before, even like doing Coach's Corner and stuff like that. Just a, a talented, talented coach when it comes down to that regards. He actually coached Sonics this weekend, and the, and I even we we talked to Sonics afterwards. He there was one player he wasn't prepared for in terms of like preemptive notes and all this other stuff, and that level of preparation preparation is something i always appreciate and the one player he did not prepare for was riddles because like the bracket path wasn't like lined up and stuff but like you you could clearly see how prepared Prepared sonic was for everyone everyone. like you when you 3-0 people like this and it's like players of this caliber and i'm i'm very curious what your guys's thoughts are moving into the future of ultimate because we're in a we're in a smash game where a lot more is on the line um i started coaching back in smash 4 and i think I won't say it was a meme, but I don't think people really took it that seriously. Like it's still there was still a lot on the line and stuff like that, but the the peaks and the highs of being a Smash Pro wasn't as much. There's way more resources on the line, so to speak, right? In terms of just like it, raw money and like career paths and stuff like that. So Ultimate's just a much bigger game too. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. The yeah, player base is a lot yeah. bigger, it's more competitive. So I'm very curious if you guys think down the road, maybe like a year or two from now, like if if a player doesn't have a coach, are you essentially like kind of throwing or something of the sorts? Or do you think maybe, maybe not necessarily needed, but I, I personally feel like it helps a ridiculous amount. I, uh, maybe not a coach, but I think the level of dedication and preparation is definitely a big deal. And it's something that even I don't do even like, and a coach can like, show. A I don't. I didn't even know when I was playing until like the day before. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know who I'm playing True. against. Sometimes Just I don't know up. what character Editor. I'm playing against. So like, I uh, like sometimes I don't even know if I'm going to the tournament. Like, <laughs> yeah. so. I mean, I could definitely use even just a fraction of, like, the dedication and, like, preparation these players do. Like, I care just as much about the game as anyone else. And I'm playing the game a lot. And I'm always thinking about it. So, like, my dedication are there in other areas. But in terms of preparation, um, 
yeah, I think I think everyone should do that if they if they care for sure. Yeah, I think I, I agree with Gavin overall. Where it's more all about your preparation. Like mostly, top players will know what to look for in terms of punishing players, picking up their habits, and stuff like that. But I think a coach is. I don't want to say essential, but close to an essential tool because A, it gives you another perspective that you might not consider, you might not think about, which is really important in Ultimate because there's so much to think about when you look at brackets and characters and player matchups, right? There's so much to think about. It's a lot for one person. And I think even top players do this with each other. Like, you might not have a coach, but you might have another top player you talk to a lot or just friends who know a lot about the game and, you know, you hit There's another perspective is the important thing. Correct, yeah. yeah. But yeah. with a coach, too, what comes with that is being prepared and going through the motions and, and doing all that stuff. So I'd say a coach is, right now, it's a tool. I, I don't want to say it's essential or not because there are people succeeding. Well, I don't know, actually. You might be right, Charles. Like, <laughs> you might be right. It might be essential, honestly. The more, like, as I'm talking it out, I don't know. It might be, honestly, like. I think it's fair to call it essential, but like basically what I was getting at is even if it's not a coach, like you need that level of preparation as if you like, you know, be your own coach kind of thing. Either way, it's a, it's definitely important to be prepared. Yeah. I mean, just like historically, usually the best players in any, in like every smash game that we've had so far has had like a dedicated coach. Like, you know, when, hbox in melee was on his like oh two yeah or three year tear he had a coach like i didn't even like yeah there's there's been together when Mango you were too, you, you came hey, you came back from some for summit hey chuck good job man like you oh, know true, like, yeah yeah like when when people have coaches yeah. i'm not gonna go through like every single player that's had a coach because there's there's actually a ton of them that people probably just don't know about but um usually like the best players like they have some form of coaching that they they can just go to and be like, hey, like I'm concerned about this, or like depending on how their coaching is set up, because not every player needs like a rigid schedule where they're like, okay, this is how we're gonna prepare, blah blah blah. Yeah, some players just need to be able to go to them and like have like a quick conversation, like talk it out real quick. How do you feel about this? I'm thinking this, and then the coach is like, well, based on what I know and blah blah blah, and then it's like, okay, good conversation. Now go go like execute right. So. Um, I think, I think if you look at it historically, yeah, I mean, if you want to be the absolute best, a, a coach is pretty much necessary. Yeah. 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 I, I, the more, the more we talk about it, I think so too. And I think even as we're talking about it, like going back to, you know, even brawl in early melee days, like the game wasn't as developed or wasn't as played or the scenes weren't as big. And I think to Charles's point, as we grow and as it gets more competitive and as you need every advantage possible to stay consistent and stay getting a top level, again, coach is a tool, but at a certain point you, you need that edge. You need that, whatever it is, like Marcus said, it's a, it's a, flexible thing it's a versatile thing it can either be you know yeah practice partner someone just to talk to stuff about mentality stuff preparation whatever maybe as we get bigger it just it just might be i mean every professional sport every most esports too have coaches if not player coaches yeah, i, I you know was actually I mean? going to yeah. bring that up yeah Dota, like, they all have player coaches or coaches like it's it's a huge thing look it's at important. sports like michael jackson had a vocal coach like it i i just in my opinion <laughs> i just feel like if you, if the, maybe like right now you don't need a coach because the game isn't competitive enough because the game hasn't right. grown to the point where you need it. It's good, but, but look at like, even we're always like teetering. Yeah. But like professional basketball players, they have an entire team of people 
that like okay this person make, has make a, a living they build like yeah. huge ass yeah. buildings like dedicated to like you know facilities for all these players they have yeah. shooting coaches like specific just specific mechanics you know what yeah. i mean like anything pitching coaches hitting coaches everything anything yeah. that's competitive it's and it's like i need a I coach to help like... me camp <laughs> camping well, coach like, <laughs> i think the idea is like if you think that you're so insanely good at whatever you do that you can achieve being the best at it by yourself then it's like I don't know if that's like an ego thing or like maybe just like lack of information, but like, is that even realistic? Right. If it's hyper competitive yeah. and all these other players or other people that are just as talented or just as hardworking, but they also have teams of people to uh, delegate. Right. Because I mean, do you have time to watch every single one of your matches and to like hyper study every single one of the different players habits? Cause you also have to grind the game. Right. So it's like, you're you're delegating the time spent to hyper focus like your your skill in the game or your like level you play at so i I don't know it's like i'm definitely thinking two to three years down the line when like ultimate's like a crazy huge game and it, it, it just depends on how competitive the game is and how much is on the line right at the end of the day i think right now you definitely don't need a coach you could you could go in there there's top players right now that don't even know what a nil is from steve yeah i'm not gonna call him out or anything, but let's just say I, I've been talking to some people about Steve, some other insanely good top players, and they like don't know a lot about the game, which is fucking hilarious. But whatever, yeah. right? And I mean, again, it just well, comes back to like how competitive the game is. And, and with Ultimate, there's just so again, there's just so much to know. We've never had this many characters in like any competitive. This is like a MOBA level of yeah. roster. You know no, what I'm saying? 80, 80 characters, 90 this characters. This game is weird. Yeah, yeah well, it's before. crazy. And they're all good. Like, they're all you, they're all threats. Like you got to be careful. Like you get tripped up by one bad matchup. Now you're in losers round four, and you got to fight for your life for like two days straight. Previous <laughs> no. Smash games and Smash culture is like you pick a top tier, and it's like, oh, yeah. like this, like sixty percent of the cast is a meme. Like I do my top yeah. tier thing, yeah. they get invalidated, and then I, I just need to worry about like top tier and high tier matchups. This game, bro, everyone is here. Yeah, they're all relevant. Learn all these matchups. Hold that shit. Like, or play Palutena. See ya. Either way. Uh, huh? See ya. So, yeah, dude, the other thing I was going to say is that um, as a top player or as someone who's trying to get first place at majors, your time time is a resource, right? So are you going to sit there and watch all the VODs to look for the crucial information? Or are you going to outsource that to someone while you work on other stuff? You while you play the your, game. and You work you on ledge trapping. You work on your follow-ups, your tech, all that stuff. You go into training mode for an hour while someone else watches, like you outsource that shit. You know what I mean? Like at a certain point, there's only so much time. And that's, it's funny because this is what I love about doing top eights is well, aside from them being top eights, like that's great. The thing I love about them is you have a whole night to prepare like uh, for commentary. Like you have a whole night to sit there and talk about the storylines. What if X player beats Y player? What do we talk about them? Like, what does the set count look like? We, that's all more hands-on. Shout out to Panda Global for that. It's a little more uh, apparent and easy to find now. We used to have to look that stuff up manually the night before. We'd have no idea. Um, but now it's like in front of your face, but it still is the best thing. It's like, dude, these storylines are crazy. These matchups are going to be insane. And you kind of roll with it. And it's the same thing being the top player. You have that whole night to prepare and you can see where it paid off for some people. And you can tell when people do their homework and matchups and you can tell when they don't too. It's more apparent when they don't. That's for sure. You know, what was crazy. This is Wadi's first ever top eight at like a big tournament. No way. Really? I mean, he started playing Rob. That's Mr. Dude, that's when Mr. I saw Knight the Wadi place. Rob come out, I he was is like, Mr. yo. Place, yeah. Wadi is trying out here. Content so, creation mode is turned off. That was another player. That Saturday night, like, I was done for the day, and I was just waiting for, like, 
people like uh like mars to finish so we could like hang out and i'm just watching like sonics and wadi like they're in losers and they're just 3 owing everybody and wadi 3 owed everyone yeah. and got the top eight <laughs> wadi uh let's see here yeah wadi 3 owed jazzo uh sean and jake in a row sean hot off of mars win too early yeah, in like the just, tournament so Damn. wadi was saying like I thought I was going to have to be more worried about Sean, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the Rob just worked out, and here we are. And I'm just like, all right. Oh, figure. Bro. You, you got one more. Weird. You got to win one more set. What is so funny, And he bro. was like, he, yeah, I got to play Jake, Steve. Like, like obviously, like, doesn't know much about what to do. Know. He's like, it's content time. Then he just goes up there and just, like, wins. Like, oh, my God, he, dude. I, I don't think he expected the Rob to just work out perfectly all the way into top eight, but that's what happened. Why not? That's what everyone else expects when Rob gets picked. <laughs> you know I mean? like, that's always the expectation like oh, this is fine dude yeah. another good rob set was uh zomba against aaron that was a really really good set from day one yeah I, that was I, a great I, we set. saw bits and pieces of that it was definitely very close that was great that was some great ace man i can't believe they met so early in bracket two but it was right on the edge you know what i mean and um yeah yeah uh, yeah aaron had a good tournament too i always want to see him make top eight though i, I love yeah, that guy he's, he's great i know he got nine but that's it's good because he had a rocky last season, so it's good that he got off to a great start here, including th- uh, three owing fatalities. So, I know he wants to top eight so bad too because he got ninth at uh, Genesis too, right? Like, yeah, did, losing the bars at the qualifier, same thing same happened again. Thing. Mm-hmm. It's rough. And He'll get there. Was, uh, Mars getting fifth as well, tying for fifth with me. Then there's MVD and Wadi getting seventh. Um, yeah. MVD pulled out Diddy Kong at the end of that Mars. It was set. lit. He's yeah, he's done that matchup. I was yeah. like, oh, he's that he like. I was just appre- appreciative of the attempt. Yeah, like it's a good matchup. Go for M- it. MVD had a tough run to get there too. He had to beat Sean, who beat Mars, and then he had to play you, and he got three would by you. Good set though, and then he also had to beat Zamba and losers to make it into top eight. So yeah, by oh, no wow. means an easy. Yeah, that was a tough round. So shout out to it. And then he ran into Mars, which sucks for him yeah. because because Mars does really well against MVD. So Mars has been playing against Diddy Kong for six years. Like he's yep. chilling. He's got to get at least one win on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's good against Snake too. Obviously. Yeah, I was thinking. I was wondering how Sean MVD was going to go. Like, yeah, that was a good W for MVD because do we remember that Fatality MVD set at the CEO Dreamland or whatever? That joint was like three. It was CEO. I was commentating top eight. Don't take that away from me. (laughs) I was there. I was just like, like, that's a big deal, like, to play the Falcon matchup that well and win. Uh, And then beating Zomba was crazy too. Zomba is like one of the most consistent players in Smash Ultimate period right now. But my insider information tells me that MVD said he had never lost to a Rob before ever in tournament. So, Oh. Just like you. You're good uh, good at the Rob matchup. He, MVD yeah. hasn't faced Zachary's Rob. Disclaimer. He did say that after saying that comment. But he was just saying he was feeling good, and he right, showed it. He won 3-0, I think, to get top eight. So... That's that's another one, kind of like talking about like Aaron's ninth place. Like Aaron and Zombo were right there, but those are two players that could have easily been in the top eight too. And it like no one would have been like, no way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Sean with his win over Mars, that was a great set too. Dude, yeah. day day one was that was it lit, dude. There are a lot I of good. Switched over to the box controller. That SDI though. A few weeks ago. SDI. Really? That recently? 
Yes. Isn't that so cool? That's impressive. That's honestly yeah. really impressive. That was really? one of the stories of the weekend, like for sure. It's like Sean is just pulling up with the no more GameCube <laughs> controller and it's just playing like nothing happened. Like that's so That cool. is crazy. I thought yeah. I I was like, oh, I guess he's been playing on box for a long time. I'm like, I guess no. I just never I was like, I guess heck? I never noticed. Not that. even a month. Yeah. Not even a month. Holy shit. And it had to, I, that's like learning the game as as like a baby. It's again. like starting over, yeah. It is. Yeah. It really is. It's crazy. Like you have to learn what the buttons do. Like before you can start playing well, it's like Smash Bros. Like It's so weird too, because I play box on for Guilty Gear, and I think playing a box controller for a traditional fighter is a lot easier mm-hmm. to yeah, oh, yeah, convert yeah. into. Because Smash, you just have so much freedom with your movement and stuff like that. And, like, there's a button that you have to press to, like, oh, you press this button, and then if you press left, it's, like, a tilt instead of, like, you know, it's halfway instead of the full way. Like, mm-hmm. dude, there is it's so insane. many different things you have to do with a box for Smash. And the fact that he's, like, playing like this, like, wow. And you just get access to, like, inhuman SDI. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I know that'll be like speaking of coaches and like how that's going to evolve. The controller conversation is going to be interesting, I think, going forward as well. Because I was watching Vendetta yeah, stream last it's night. It's going to be something about like Kazuya is going to start winning every tournament with a boss yep. controller, and then wait, wait. Tweak is going to be like, "All right, this is cheating." Well, I mean, <laughs> I need Riddles to pick up the box, man. Bro, I know, nah, I know Riddles. Nah, nah. He's good. Out. He's good. He's good. The the, the movement <laughs> options Kazuya gets access to on the box just it just doesn't make sense. That's so. what I watched uh, Vendetta do last night because you could yeah. do the like the crouch dashing and then you could charge. You know what I mean? How you have to do the the standing up punch, like, charge stand up punch, man. With Kazuya, he was just yeah. doing it. Like just added, I was like, how is he? What is the input for that? Like, it was blowing my mind, but he's still you, working on it, too, so. Well, you get access to literally impossible things to do with, like, yep. a regular controller because yeah. you don't. Yeah. I mean, it, it, like, talked quite, about that at the Givitational with us. Quite literally, because there's travel oh, yeah. time on a analog stick. Like, you you are, like, the, the analog stick is, like, moving, yeah. right? Like, there there is literal, like, travel time in real life. In life, like, yeah. when, when it's just a button, it's just, like, right, Wait. left. Like you can just do it in one one singular frame. It's just not possible. So right. it's it's an interesting discussion. I I don't think box players are quite there yet to that to the point where we yeah, have to yeah. discuss banning it. And it there's always this thing where like we've been competing on these damn GameCube controllers for so long, and we're, we we got to like think of like handhelds, right? Like literal like oh well, this player can't play the game, or we'll literally have to have surgery on his hands if he, unless he plays a box. So there's so many different sides of the coin to that. Yeah. Uh, sorry to make this about myself, but going back to what I was talking about, Sephiroth. what should I do? Should I stick with Sephiroth, y'all, or should I throw away my prize? Kevin, you, you should know. do whatever you want. Not pulling chat. What the heck? You know my answer to this, Kevin. I mean, you three. He's, I, Charles is gonna say, "Bro, play Wolf." Like, wolf that's yeah. No, if you guys can say whatever y'all want. I want to hear what y'all I think can. of my progress. All right, I'm done. Wait, I'm, I'll answer the question. Answer yeah, Marcus question. is going to hit me with the real answer. Yeah. Um, well, I was actually going to ask you about that because um, not even specifically that. I just feel like when I've been watching you recently, like when you win, you just don't look happy. Like, yeah. just like you kind of just like won. Like, I remember I've been watching you for a long time. And like a lot of times when you would win, you you would be really excited. You might do like a little fist bump. There are a lot of pop offs before. And now like. 
You make it in the top eight, it's just... <laughs> just get up, wrap your controller, and then you lose, and it's like, just get up, wrap your controller. It's well, like... like yeah. It's... That was... Bro, that was my favorite meme about you is when after you won Summit and then you got a shiny Pokemon the next day and it was the picture of you just like stone face like winning Summit, like blah, blah, blah. It was like the, the funeral meme, you know, the guy yeah. sitting next to it. And with Summit, you're just stone face. But when it's like, well, when a Pokemon's two two shades pixels darker, like, and then you're like <laughs> super popping off. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like it's been like that for a little while. Yeah, I, I it's weird. I, I, I definitely am like just more scared to lose than I want to win sometimes. And I also just have such a greater goal of always winning the tournament that it doesn't mean anything to me. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's possible with Sephiroth, so I might as well keep trying. But then sometimes it's like, I could go crazy. I mean, okay, so... This I don't think... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. For, for audio listeners, I'm sorry. It's going to be a slight pause. <laughs> We're watching. Uh, I forgot yeah. right before we recorded an episode, I got shiny shaman. Shiny shaman, yeah. You had been hunting for a long time. Yeah, the shiny hunter. Yeah, <laughs> I was like on the floor, like just so relieved. But I was just curious what y'all thought. Um, probably this. It's probably a rhetorical question, honestly, because I doubt I'm going to play any other character. But yeah, I I think um, it's the character. I don't know if you enjoy the most, but you want to win with the most. I exactly. Are, it it gives different. me a level of focus automatically, mm-hmm. and I really like that. Because I, I like want to win with them, with, with Sephiroth so bad that like I'll go into any match, whether it's tournament or friendlies, and I'm just locked in, at least to a certain amount where I'm like, all right, this is good. And other characters don't always do that for me, so... You can't, that has so much value to like just the want to play and the want to win and like to, yeah. whether it's your character or whatever, that's important. But the, I, I've been thinking this for a while about top players, like especially top players like you and a lot of other ones who kind of counterpick or have a lot of different characters that they play as. I'm like, dude, I wish you would kind of just better player people sometimes, like just pick a good <laughs> matchup and beat the hell out of them. Like, you know, yeah. like that's great. And I love your Sephiroth. I love your Diddy and all that stuff. But dude, just like I don't know, like just pick the character that's gonna. I want to see you win, you know. Like that's what I actually <laughs> care about. I don't yeah. want to watch you struggle and barely win a matchup because like you want to. Just pick the character that wins. You're better player, you know. Like that's that's always what I think. You know what I mean? I, I Marcus disagrees. I don't know. Like nobody does that. Like that's what I want though. Like, none of saying. like none of like the best players in the world do that. So it's like hard to it's hard to say that that's they'll like pick like like Leo for example. He'll pick Violet. Or court like he just won that tournament in Europe going all corn. The tournament before he went all corn. But just like pick Violet or corn depending on like one, it is the matchup, but two, like how he feels. Like like Light is just gonna pick Fox. Gluto is just gonna pick Wario. The matchups yeah. do not matter. They're just gonna they're just gonna play them. Mars is you know, I don't know. He's, he's... <laughs> that Joker. Well, I like the Joker. I like the Joker. But even yeah, I'm proud of. Like I'm that, proud yeah. of of sticking it out with Joker and like trying some something new. But and like Fox has some rough matchups, and Light's just like I'm chilling. I got it. Like, I honestly man. feel like you could just solo Diddy. I like. I think Diddy. That's also a possibility. Yeah, I mean, it's. Just... <laughs> I think Diddy's better than Sephiroth. I'll, I'll just say it. Oh like, yeah, for Sephiroth sure. is yeah, so Diddy's, Diddy's top three. We learned this. <laughs> True. We learned this. I, I, sometimes I just watch you watch. I'm watching you play, and I'm like, there's so many situations where Sephiroth is so limited. Where like it's like, dang, your 
best option in this scenario is just to full hop out, maybe do a fast fall mix up tomahawk grab, like maybe you know what I'm saying, turn around like you you don't have a lot of options in a lot of scramble situations, and that is such a huge check mark not to have. And I personally think that Sephiroth, there are certain matchups where if he has space, you can go him and it's fine. But there's just so many other characters that can do what Sephiroth does at a shorter range, but with more speed. I think in terms of your optimal lineup, if you're just trying to win, it's either you go Diddy and then you pick a character that just beats all of Diddy's bad matchups. So, and I know we've talked about this Such a lot. As? The cookie cutter one is Wolf, right? But <laughs> the other one that I actually think is better for this current meta is Cloud. Oh. I think if you went Diddy Cloud, that's like super that. optimal in this meta because Steve's coming up, Kazuya's are coming up. Like Cloud is the anti-bullshit. I'm not the I'm not interacting with you character, right? And I mean, you could do that with Diddy Kazuya, so that doesn't really matter. Diddy probably does it better anyway. But it's you you just in. You have your sword character. It's like, okay, I have a fast sword character, solid out of shield. Like, Cloud just practically has a little, like, above average on everything. And even his recovery is, like, not that bad considering, uh, you know, his air mobility and stuff like that and going high with uh, up B and all that jazz, directional air dodge to ledge. It's definitely above average in my opinion. So uh, Cloud is just a character that's a high-tier pick that you might not necessarily destroy everyone with, but the matchups Cloud wins, he wins them very well. And it serves that purpose. In my opinion, that's why I think Cloud's a little bit better than Wolf currently, because Wolf kind of just will go even with everyone or like slightly beat everyone that you would probably use him against. Where Cloud, you'll get more bang for your buck. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'm bringing Cloud in, like Cloud fucks this character up, right? Yeah. That Diddy like loses to. Like, oh, the Pac-Mans, the, the Samus is, the... Steve's all the all those like characters that shut down banana you can probably just cloud them and on top of that Diddy is a high maintenance character so even when I'm looking and and like the the only reason why I can break this down so well is that I just know you and I've coached you before so it's like you in my opinion what's optimal is you have one high maintenance character and then you have your like copy paste fundamental character wolf and cloud are both copy those copy paste fundamental yeah. and that's yeah. it Point no click. maintenance required I know for a fact you could not play Cloud for a year and you could probably beat almost every Steve with Cloud. Like I I'm I have confidence in saying that. Like I'm not even trolling. It's that you are that good of a player and Cloud is that easy of a character. You know what Wait, I'm saying? Wait. What were the matchups you said Steve, Pac-Man, Samus? Yeah, Samus. Hey, who does bro. you know who does well against those three characters? You know who does well against them? Min Min. Belmont as well, <laughs> um, which which also makes sense actually that they both do well. True. I just so wanted Belmont's to hear y'all right. Hear what y'all thought. Hard, we'll yes. see what I do. Might have to change it up a little bit. But thank y'all for watching. Gommel is next week, and then after that is Double Down. So Jeez. we are going to be experiencing Smash Ultimate a lot. So if you're itching for Smash, stay tuned. Uh, every single weekend, of, honestly. Forgot about the most important event happening. Has his wedding. I will be at Gobble. Has will be at Gobble, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm free, I'm free this weekend. Max is officiating. The <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be yeah. a good time. Thanks Thanks for watching, y'all. See you. See you. 54 episodes. Holy shit. I See know. You.